Enough already. When you've had enough of not feeling enough, come here to connect to your knowing that you are more than enough. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to another episode of Enough Already. And this is a solo episode. This is an opportunity for me to simply have a topic in mind, press record, and see where we go. So thank you. Thank you for coming on the journey of seeing what wisdom and what words may cascade from my lips and hopefully into your soul. (laughs) There's some birdies outside. I'm not sure if you could hear those. So the theme or the topic that I've been having lately with my clients quite a lot is this idea of self-sabotage and overthinking. And so I thought, why not bring it to the podcast and have a little discussion with you all about my perspectives, my thoughts, and my revelations, the revelations that I get to have on a daily basis because of the extensive and expansive and deep conversations that my work allows, opens up, and invites. Self-sabotage and overthinking. I wonder where your mind goes when I say those words. Let's start with self-sabotage. What is self-sabotage? When do you feel you are sabotaging yourself? My thoughts are that self-sabotage is a concept that's been well marketed to us, that indeed we are not created to sabotage our journey to get in the way, to block ourselves. I see that every awareness we hold around something that doesn't feel good in our body, about connecting to an unwillingness, which is something we haven't been gifted, most of us in my generation and above, the opportunity to really attune and tune in at a young age to what it feels like to be truly willing, truly willing in the full self, in the full body, yes, to move forward into something, to do an exercise, to move to a different room, to change clothes. I feel hot. I feel cold. I feel hungry. I need the toilet. All of these um, physical willingnesses at times that we had to compromise or um, not listen to because it wasn't socially appropriate or we were required to be somewhere else or do something else at that time. And so really learning to consider ourselves, to consider our connection to our physical body, to our instincts, to our gut is something that we weren't gifted the opportunity to really harness and practice in those first really important informative days of our youth. And why I bring up this idea of willingness and unwillingness in the realm of self-sabotage is that I think self-awareness, self-awareness is actually where the field that we're playing in when this marketed practice of self-sabotage exists. Although I really really can't think of an opportunity where self-sabotage does truly exist because we get to live make choices, make mistakes, 
become more aware and informed by the choices and the mistakes we make. And so during our developments mentally, physically, spiritually along the path, stepping off the path and engaging in opportunities to really deeply see our values, not in action as much as seeing our values in action, is all information. So rather than seeing ourselves getting in our own way or blocking ourselves, seeing ourselves wishing to gain more information by taking the steps we've taken that in hindsight may have looked like a waste of time or um, not the best decision when actually we now have that information, we are now informed in a new way because of having that experience. So what about the overthinker? What about those out there that are identifying as an overthinker? I tend to believe that we all think. <laughs> we all have a thinking brain. And I don't think we under or overthink. I sense that the ability to connect to our emotions whilst thinking, some of us are practical thinkers, some of us are creative thinkers. For those that are creative thinkers, most of the time we've had um, the foundation or perhaps a model or we were raised in an environment that allowed us to connect our thinking to our emotions and our emotions to our thinking and to see the two as separate. So we were given some emotional intelligence, uh, modeled that in some way through the tool of expression. And expressing ourselves doesn't necessarily need to be through conversation. It could be through some sort of artistic performance. Um, yeah, some sort of venture that, that, that shows a level of expression. And so I think those that are categorized as overthinkers are perhaps those who are connected to themselves and are expressing their thoughts and giving their emotions a an avenue to be expressed and this can sometimes look as look like a deep thinker or someone who's overthinking because they're sharing they're connected whereas i think there's those thinkers that are really practical and perhaps practical because they have lists as long as they're armed they're thinking consistently um about what's that what's to do what have i not done and maybe even not allowing their thoughts to connect deeply to their emotions because maybe they weren't given the opportunity to be shown that we are an emotional body as much as we are a thinking body and the two dance together just like our our minds and our hearts not one is not you know uh more sacred than the other the mind is deeply sacred the heart is deeply sacred and they dance together in this beautiful duet so I'm wondering whether overthinking just like self-sabotage is something that has been labelled or marketed to us in order to, um, you know, work more deeply on ourselves or to eradicate some habit uh, that we have created along the way of sabotaging ourselves, blocking ourselves or overthinking things when actually the perfect remedy for both of those things is to drop back into the feeling body. 
and to see that everything is information and that when we have a regular practice of connecting to ourselves and expressing ourselves, like a daily detox, a daily moving the mind practice, we then we completely eradicate the need for even thinking that we overthink or thinking that we're sabotaging ourselves because we're in regular communication with ourselves, taking personal responsibility for the things that are arising and finding a way that is most personally uh, satisfying, I guess is the word, (laughs) to connect to our emotional body, which can soften our thoughts, which has us realize that we are we are not our thoughts. We are the thinker of our thoughts. And so we can decide what we're thinking and the quality of our thoughts by being deeply connected to our emotional body, moving through dance, through song, through sweating. Um, maybe it's meditation, it's silence, whatever it is for you that has you come back home into your body and settle back into the safety and sacredness that exists within your very own vessel. Everything you need is here. So slowing down the adjudication and the criticism and the commentary by dropping back in to this incredible utensil we have that houses our thinking self, but also houses the support of our emotional being. So I wonder if that is the remedy indeed, is knowing that when you're feeling overwhelmed by decision, decision-making or self-criticism to really slow down, and this might be where support is needed because for some people the idea of slowing down means that the cap might be lifted from that which they've repressed for decades and that just feels way too scary to sort of lift the cap off and allow whatever has been repressed and suppressed and depressed to cascade out when actually that accumulation, when given compassion and a safe space, can be transmuted really, really (laughs) easily, softly, sensitively, I think we all have a level of sensitivity and a level of vulnerability that is primal. It exists. It it just is like a left arm and a right arm or a, a, a liver, a heart. Like we all have access to a deep sensitivity and a deep vulnerability. But whether we give ourselves permission and we allow ourselves to is really um, dependent on the environment that we're in and how much we sense we need to protect ourselves or keep ourselves safe. So when we can find spaces where we can let our guard down and actually surrender into the depth of our own sensitivity and vulnerability and know that we will be safe and we will be held and we will be heard and how we feel will be valued and not used against us or used as some judgment or commentary down the track, That is when we can uh, be free, be free to think, be free to um, open up, connect. So self-sabotage and overthinking. 
maybe I sense and feel that neither of them exist and that when we are offering ourselves the opportunity to see every experience we have as a information and education on who we are, on where we're willing, on where we're unwilling, and really refining and fortifying our own sense of self. So that can become our GPS, knowing that there will be challenge, knowing that we might veer off the path, but not having to get the stick out and beat ourselves up for choices we have made or for changing our mind or for living and existing through something that was hard. And we get to soften our thoughts by knowing we are the thinker and we're not our thoughts and that we are also an emotional body that requires tending to on a daily basis so that accumulation doesn't need to be repressed or suppressed. It has an avenue of movement. So that's my thoughts on self-sabotage and overthinking. I would love to hear what resonated for you, what landed, what didn't. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you stuck around as I expressed myself. So much love. Haven't had enough already? Connect with me on Instagram at Cali Coach.